Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. Time for a new mini series with me, Andrew Musgrove. And me, Sam Molina. Yes, every week you'll be hearing from me and Sam, a brand new mini series talking about the things that we despise in the beautiful game. It won't always be Newcastle United related, but we'll be talking about the things we don't want to see anymore in football in general. And Sam, what are we calling this wonderful new mini series? We are calling it Get in the Bin. There we go. The concept, as I explained, very simple. If you've watched a certain BBC programme called Room 101, um, it may or may not be slightly like that, but we are calling it Get in the Bin. And this is episode one. Sam, I'll let you introduce first the topic you're bringing to the table and that you're wanting to get in the bin. So my topic of discussion today is sporting directors, directors of football with zero loyalty to a long-term project. How topical. How Ring topical. any bells? I wonder, well, I wonder who could have provoked this angry reaction. Is it a Mr. Dan Ashworth? I'm sure you'll answer that in a moment. Let me introduce to you the topic that I would like to see get in the bin. Um is the FA Cup moving from free-to-air TV to subscription? That's really got my goat, and I'll explain the the kind of the reasoning behind that in a moment. But I'm going to open the, the table, the floor up to you first, Sam. Come on, then. Why are you angry? Why do you want, um, you know, the topic of loyalty uh, from sporting directors to get in the bin? Well, it's just made me think of, of days gone by, and, like, you look at, 20 years ago, and there's a, there's a lot around Newcastle United from like 20 years ago, 20 years ago since the Champions League and, and, and Sir Bobby, it was his uh, heavenly birthday yesterday, of course, um, or the day before, beg your pardon. Um, and it, it was just casting my mind back to, to how football looked then. And whilst these new directors of football and sporting directors are almost seem like the next big thing, the next kind of football celebrities, like the the ones that you had twenty years ago would be like ever present in in their team. You had Peter Kenyon at Man United for years and years and years and years, and then that big story was when he did actually move to to Chelsea. That was the kind of first big one um, when Abramovich took over. But obviously, that then then they had David Gill for a number of years. Arsenal um, with David Dean, and these were ever present. So Bobby had Gordon Mill. Um, what that role actually entailed compared to it does nowadays is, you know, is probably a, a lot more diluted than what it is now. But I think it's just a shame that, you know, we we sign on these kind of football genii and they they abandon you eighteen months into a into a long term project. It, it's um, it's it's highly irritating. I actually saw Dan Ashworth in person. He was five yards away from me on Friday after I just finished the stadium tour. He was on the phone getting into a taxi. Um, yeah, I could have shouted abuse at him, but instead I I kind of just looked at him and shook my head like a like a disappointed grandmother um, to a kid that's eaten too many sweets. I don't know, but uh, that's all I could fathom at the time. But yeah, it's 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 really. Dis- I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to come back and and pick up on a few points in a moment, but I'll introduce um, the reasons why I'm a little bit angry and, and about the, the FA Cup move 
from free to air tv to subscription everyone will be aware that uh, last week it was announced that tnt sports formerly bt sports have won the rights to broadcast the fa cup from 2025-26 now they have promised sam um, that this ensures the world's longest-running national knockout football competition continues to be as broadly available as possible across the UK, which I find an absolute, absolute laughable concept because how much is a subscription to TNT Sports a month? Is it, what, 18, 25, 30 quid? Yeah. If you're lucky. Uh, yeah. And they're claiming that this is going to help ensure it's going to be free to wear. Well, why not just leave it where it was? And I know we all pay a TV license, or some of us will anyway. Um, in, in ITV, it's not really the same, though, is it? No, it's not. And, you know, they're going to be broadcasting selected games. How are they choosing selected games? I mean, you can bet your bottom dollar it's always going to be a so-called top six side that's going to get broadcast. And that's not the beauty of the FA Cup. You know, the FA Cup is on a Friday night watching a, you know, a, a non-league side battling against someone in the, uh, the, the, you know, league one or two and, 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 and trying to progress in this wonderful competition. And it does sour it somewhat, um, a big money deal like this, taking it away from the people. Um, I don't know what you think about, about it, but I'm, I'm a little bit angry and I would like to see it get in the bin, truth be told. Yeah, I can see why. I'm not... I mean, the good news is they are going to put some games on free-to-air, but I don't think it'll be half as many as what BBC and ITV were doing. And obviously, like they, they didn't have just like the one game on. You could choose on like Red Button and stuff, and there was all other kind of games that were easily accessible. So, yeah, I think it was going a long way as well to kind of restoring the the kind of interest, the pride in the FA Cup as well, which sometimes get lost when these tournaments go to behind a paywall, essentially. So, yeah, I, I do agree with you, but, like, the one saving grace they have got is, like, they've said they're going to have free-to-air ones, especially the final as well, which they, which they do for the European finals as well, don't they? But... Yeah, I, I I do agree with you. It is it's it, it has left a bit of a sour taste. And it's and in one hand, it's it's a, it's a it's a bittersweet complaint because I, I think TNT do a marvelous job. You know yeah. the presenters. Uh, you know you've got Lindsay Hipgrave, the 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 core commentators. I love Ali McCoy. I think they do a tremendous job. The coverage is probably the best coverage out there. It's just the fact that you are now going to see less games available to to view. And yes, okay, they are going to put select games on, but it's not going to be, as you say, nearly enough um, to kind of feed the hunger and the desire to watch, um, you know, the FA Cup, especially them early rounds. And it is, you know, you can be flicking through on it on a, on a Friday or Saturday night and just stumble across it, whether it be the midday kickoff or the, the late kickoff. You think, oh, that's 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 an interesting little tie. Um, and then you end up going down a Wikipedia hole and you find, oh, that's where that team's based or that's what league they're in. And it is the beauty, the the romanticism of, of the cup, and that's going to be taken away. Not a big fan of it at all. Um, the statement did say as well, it helps us to provide vital investment at every level of English football, which again is fantastic. But the skeptic in me says, how quickly and how far down are we actually going to see that investment? Does it mean that if if say, I mean? You made Stones your prime example for this season, isn't it? Were they to have that or want to 
like the lower league, southern, northern Premier Division teams have a good run in it. Will they get more money for for being on telly than they would from BBC ITV? Would they be? Would that? Would that be because then? I suppose that would be good. They'd still get obviously a gate receipt if they were at home, and they'd still sell out their their ground. But if they were to get more money from 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 TNT having their game televised. You could argue that's not necessarily a a bad thing at all. That like the we bemoan um, FFFP at Newcastle, but like life's a hell of a lot tougher down that side of the league where you can only offer players six month six month contracts at two hundred quid a week or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so you could argue it's it's increasing their 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 revenue, their turnover. But obviously they've got to win the games first, so it's not a it's not a given right. It's tricky. You are right with BT, uh, TNT's coverage. They do do a good job. Um, love Lindsay Hipgrave. Uh, and Ali McCoyst, as you say, one of the, I think he's probably the nation's favourite co-commentator at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, but it, it's just pushing people to, to kind of, and it's, it's pushing people actually to a wider issue being people streaming games sort of illegally on 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 dodgy boxes and stuff like that it's just pushing and and the same with the it's opened a cat you've opened a can of worms because now the argument spreads to 3 p.m kickoffs and and that blackout that's just so outdated and it just drives people further and further away to to watching football the the kind of correct way well it's funny you mention that because Reading the kind of the criteria and the the you know the the, the deal the the entrances of the deal, it seems that they're looking to stream every single kickoff in the FA Cup, but the three PM kickoffs. So how on earth does that blackout also stretch to the FA Cup? I must be missing something somewhere, because it is a ridiculous blackout across the Premier League, and it does also seem that it's it it, it, it yeah. With every game from the third round outside of the three pm kickoff on display through through the final, so what is it about three pm kickoffs? Your your bulk of your as well. Yeah, the bulk of your your three pm kickoffs, especially in the third round, which is where you can have these big giant killing upsets. You know, the bulk of the games are three pm kickoffs. It's fine when you get to the fifth round because it's a midweek round, isn't it? As we as we prepare to face uh, Blackburn. In what a week's time or whatever. Um, yeah, it you've opened a, a can of worms. You really have. <clears throat> yeah, the, the three p.m. kick, the three p.m. blackout, which was temporary, temporarily lifted for COVID, and that was great when it was lifted, and it just enhanced the point even further, just how outdated that law is in the UK. It, Should it, football? Uh, be free to wear is that the argument we were putting forward or am i putting forward i'm asking myself the question i don't think that's the argument i'm putting forward i think the fa cup should be free to wear i can understand the need yeah for sky sports and tnt to have the packages for premier league games but you know i think the answer probably lies in especially when you talk about the premier league you know the premier league launching a streaming service and yeah. then that's when the 3 p.m kickoffs can be broadcast um it would have been really interesting to see what would have happened had um, Eddie Hearn's TV uh, company... Oh, 
yeah, got got hold of the rights that it's didn't. Not his I mean, company. It's that he's he's an employee, I suppose. He's the employee. Well, there you go. Well, it'd be interesting what happened there if they'd managed to get some sort of deal. We've seen Amazon uh, also probably bring the best Premier League coverage out there alongside TNT. Would we say? Uh, yeah. Do you know what? A really good diverse mix of. I mean, they kind of had their their pick of whoever because you had you had. Everyone, you had the guys off match of the day doing comms like Guy Mowbray and and people like that, and you had a good um, mix of presenters, pundits. Shearer, obviously, um, great as a pundit, very underrated as a co-commentator as well. Um, yeah, Amazon's Amazon's coverage was good. I'm surprised they didn't um, go in for a renewal of their package. Um, and I was very shocked to see DAZN, as you say, not going for it. But I think time will will tell with that. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. And I think it's a matter of time before we do and see uh, and see some kind of streaming platform for the Premier League and maybe even the Championship as well. You know, the Championship's got a great stream of revenue in comparison to to other leagues across Europe. Um, but look, Sky do a great job as well. Um, very much uh, a transitional phase for them, isn't it? With with you know your big hitters um, leaving, your Shreveses, your Stellings, your Tylers, um, but yeah, obviously prolonged. They've they've been the best over a prolonged period of time, haven't they? Um, but you know, it's it's one of them. Like you like you say, it's it's a matter of time before you probably will get some kind of streaming service. But even then, if you go back to all the games being at three o'clock, you're only watching one. That's true. That is true. Um, we'll get back to then the FA Cup and the new deal uh, for TV coverage. Let's get on to uh, your topic then. As you explained right at the start, it was about the loyalty of uh, sporting directors and, and, and those um, on that level as well. Um Come at me then again with, with 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 your reasoning and just try and persuade me that that's the the, the topic that needs to get in the bin. Well, I shouldn't need to persuade you. Are you not? Are you not angry and annoyed about what's happened? Manchester no. United cherry picking our kind of genius behind the scenes. No, I'm not because I just don't see any loyalty in football at all. Yeah, I get that. The only one consistent element of football is the club as a whole the rest of it it doesn't really matter and I don't sit here getting angry when players leave or getting angry when Dan Ashworth eventually does sign up to be Manchester United Sporting Director because when you look at him as an individual you knew he he doesn't stay at teams long you know he he's not a man to sell He'll start something up. He'll put things in place, and then he goes off and gets a, a, another challenge. And I was prepared for that to happen. I didn't think it happened this early on, but I'm certainly yeah. not angry or disappointed or or let down. I just think it just re- reaffirms for me that if people really believe there's loyalty in football from the top down to the squad, I think you're, you're, you're badly mistaken. And um, if you I, want, I want to then... jump on something you've said because. Um... You said he doesn't stay at clubs for very long. Our mutual friend and, and highly esteemed, uh, well, the best in the business, Henry Winter, um, just his tweet the other day about him stuck with me. And he said, Dan Ashworth loves a project. 
mm, does he now? Because it seems like he's a bit of a half a job to me. Um, look, I think when one of your good pals comes calling, your head's inevitably going to be turned a little bit more than if you didn't know the person who's knocking on your door asking you to, to jump ship. And then when you consider... I think the issue is is that he's probably going to have a little bit more control at Manchester United. He's going to have a lot more money to spend. And that's where the attraction comes. You know, yeah, but... I would love him to say, no, I'm happy I'm stopping at Newcastle. But it's just football. People move on. That's just life. This is, this is a bit of a misconception, I think, with Ashworth's role. His bread and butter is the youth development side of things. So during his time at Newcastle, he's hired around about 14 or 15 um, either scouts or academy directors, things like that, that all report to him. 14 or 15 people, that, considering where Newcastle were in their youth development. And this is the area where we will really miss him. I don't think it'll be in the first team or, or the, this, that and the other, because as we know, our best transfer window um, since the takeover, Ashworth wasn't here. You know, Trippier, Bruno, that one. But it's the youth aspect of, of, of things, the youth coaching, the youth at the academy um, development, um, talent scouting from a, a young age, getting that back on track. Because, you know, when when teams like uh, Chelsea, uh, Man United, even Wolves had scouts based up in the northeast to cherry pick talent, that's so wrong. So so wrong, but now we're we're getting back on on that because there is a massive amount of talent in the northeast, um, both male and female. Um, so that's where we're going to uh, really miss him. I mean, the the youth signings uh, we've made as well, most notably, uh, well, most recently, Alfie Harrison from Man City. Let's see how he develops. Obviously, Lewis Miley is a product of the academy. Geordie Boy through and through. Um, a, what a breakout year for him. It's going to be a long-term thing where if they don't get the replacement right, we're, it, it's, it could really cost us. But as I say, he's not the, he's not the only you know, one that can come in and do a good job. There are plenty of slick operators out there available. Um, but they've got to get it right because otherwise Ashworth will prove to be a huge miss. Yeah, he will. But just, just, just clarify to me exactly what you're you're putting forward on the table here, because I'm, 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 I just, just, just clarify it a second. I want to see sporting directors come through, stick out the project, which is why they've been employed over a consistent period of time. He was made the best paid sporting director in the Premier League by Newcastle United when they got him from Brighton. He was sold a project. He's then gone on to sell that project to players like Anthony Gordon, to players like Alfie Harrison, who's had to leave Manchester City, who the academy that they, the, the players they produce through their academy is just astonishing of late. And now he's, he's jumped ship at the first opportunity after, what, 18 months? So it's the lack of loyalty of sporting directors that you're trying to put in the bin. Yeah, half yeah. a job. He's done. He's, he's just left half a job. You see, just... I, I just can't. I just can't subscribe to that. I, I just don't think it's worth 
getting angry yeah, but he, about he knows about. he knows the inner workings of Newcastle United inside out now he knows uh, the owner's strategy he knows he knows everything and he can take that now to a direct competitor if i was newcastle which i've dreamt about pretty much every night for the past 30 years i wouldn't care one iota about uh, a compensation package i would make them wait till january 2026 yeah, I, no, I, yeah, okay. Well, I think the financial compensation will, will help with the financial fair play. I mean, he's, there's not a chance he's barely. Be... How much? Can, how much can it really help FFFP? Well, in this day, Jerry little helps. There's not a chance he's going to be going up to January 2026. And the the point about knowing the inner workings of of, of Newcastle. Okay, that's probably the one element that 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 does concern me. But then Brighton could argue. Well, actually, you took Dan Ashworth at a time when. We were probably rivals in terms of where we were in the table, what we were trying to do. It's just football. And again, yeah, I, I know. Think... And, and, and yeah, I would concede. And on that aspect, Brighton's scouting system is, uh, hasn't been impacted at all by Ashworth's departure. And I don't think ours will either. But it's the long term, it's the long term longevity I'm talking about. And it's the youth aspect, which is where Dan Ashworth, you know, Makes his money. Well, Sam, you're not. I mean, you're you're a you're a clever man. You're a man of the of the world. You know how how everything works. You don't genuinely sit there and, and get upset at the lack of loyalty from sporting directors, players, and etc. You accept that exits are going to come. Some are going to hurt more than others, but it's just part and parcel of the game, right? Yeah, I just think it's a bit. Uh, what's a good radio-friendly word I can use? Annoying. Mm, yeah, I'd go stronger than that, but yeah. It's... What's the solution? What What is the solution? Because unless you have an Ant and Dex-style golden handcuffs, do you like they've got with ITV? You know, then you know they're always going to be a chance that directors of football, chief scouts that they leave, CEOs. You can't tie them in for 10 years and say, you sign that, you're not going anywhere for 10 years because relationships break down, managers go, things don't work. Like, But that's not the case what's here, is it? What's the you want to see? Just a bit of, just, I suppose, just a bit of loyalty. And the, and the fact that, that this so-called guy that, you know, supposedly loves a project goes 18 months into you know not even we've not even got started really have we let's face it it doesn't exist i mean was was this issue about loyalty was it was it a great before last week or has it just risen came out of nowhere were it's you angry very, before it's, it's very topical yes okay 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 interesting so as this, was your it, fa cup one well yeah, I mean, very true. That's that's okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> point proven. Um, I, I guess one thing that with the FA Cup thing is it does mean the end of Gary Lineker taunting Alan Shearer about not winning the trophy. Yeah, that's good. Right? That's good. Yeah, there's only so much. I mean, he's got more of his. He's got more than his money's worth on that. I mean, you can just listen to their podcast if you miss that kind of stuff as well. So. Yeah, you... I mean, I mean, look, you say they're not doing free to air, but they are doing free to air. So they are, but it's not in the same same number, and that's the that's the the real gripe. 
because I, I don't subscribe to, to TNT. I think it's far too expensive. So, okay, I might get to see one or two FA Cup games, however many they choose to, to broadcast. I, I, was on but... a, I was on a rolling basis um, dependent on our progress in Europe. <laughs> so, it's just uh, far too expensive. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's maybe the other, the other talking point, is that if you tot up all the subscriptions you need to watch football, even before you include now the FA Cup, it's astonishing. It must be well over a hundred quid a month. Yeah, if if it, it depends what football you want to watch as well, because there are others others that provide like you know your La Liga and stuff. Um, yeah, it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and it's it just comes down at a time like this as well, where everything's just so expensive. Down to electric and gas and and everything and car insurance. My car insurance renewal came the other day, and it's ridiculous. It's like that can get in the bin as well. I've just renewed actually, and it was it was five hundred quid more expensive. I've had a crash, but for whatever reason. No, I, you know I'm a law-abiding citizen that always sticks to the speed limit, despite what Greater Manchester Constabulary think. But it, it's just just one of them where. Um, Everything's so expensive, and and we're just. Ugh. Will just, will you be subscribing so to TNT Sports for the FA Cup in 2025-26? Well, it depends on how we do in it, but then again, I'm, I'm more likely to because my only interest really is how Newcastle do first and foremost, and there's every chance I'll just end up going to the game anyway, so probably not. Mm, well, I don't want to tempt fate about a future topic on this show, but I have a feeling your looking ballots might rise its ugly head um, in episode three or four. So let's not. Well, yeah, you'll brief. I'll briefly just go on to that point. I I can't even I get. I went into the ballot to discuss ballots with the club, and I couldn't even win that. Get through in that ballot either. So there you go. That's I'm. Yeah, I'm let, let's save that for a couple uh, a couple of episodes ahead. Right. Let's come to you, Sam, and kind of sum up your argument. Put forward why you think I should back you. So this is how it's going to work, ladies and gents. At the end of every show, um, we have to vote, and there has to be a winner. Um, can't be a draw. So, um, Sam, you've got. But who's practice. who's the deciding vote then? Because I will. Well, this is it. I think we're just going to have to. We're just going to have to decide and. Do you know what? We haven't really worked out that concept, have we? This is brilliant. You is can Lee Ryder just going to poke his head through the door and just go, no, that one? Maybe. All right, it. let's put it this way. Quick thing and quick decision. If it's a tie, we open it up to the floor. We'll run a Twitter poll. We'll include uh, two polls in it, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a decision from the people if me and you can't be persuaded um, one way or the other. But I think, I, do you know what? I'm confident. I think I'm going to have this one in the bag, you know. But go on, persuade me why I should... No, I just think... That's, it's, more, but it's, it's basically Dan Ashworth, isn't it? It's not a broader point on uh, Sporting Direct because it's Dan Ashworth that can get in the bin. I've tried not to be bitter in my argument and mention that he's just got small man syndrome or anything like that because um, he is surprisingly... I that. That's being personal. Yeah, but I know, but he is surprisingly small. Um, he is... Like, I, mean, I, I hang around with Just to be clear, Dan... I hang around with Lee Lawler on Newcastle Fans TV, and he's small. I just need to say, if Dan Ashworth stumbles across this episode, and I, uh, I don't know why you would do Dan, but if you do, that is the opinion of Sam Mulner, not the opinion of the Everything is Black and White podcast, nor 
uh, the Chronicle. Um, I'm sure you're you're an average sized man like Deck from Anton Deck. But go on, Sam. I never said there was anything wrong with it. No, I know, but people could take offence. So you know, I've just got to cover all tracks. But continue oh. with your persuading. See, they've let me loose. Maybe I'll make. No, I'm going to go all right wing now as well. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I, it's just loyalty and and not seeing out projects that you've signed up for and you've then had to sell to to like fifty million pound signings. But it's just I just find it so distasteful. You see, but as you've just said there, it's not a, 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 a general point. It's a point about Dan Ashworth, and I don't know if that automatically well, it's just, just put him in the bin, isn't it? Well, you could have just said get Dan Ashworth in the bin. I mean, that would have worked a little bit better, and then I wouldn't be sitting here thinking, should I just disqualify your point altogether? But on the flip side, this is why you, Sam Wilner, should back my point. This is why you should be pushing the subscription service into the bin because the FA Cup is the competition. What don't I was in me flow? Go on then. Subscription service. Your point was just about the FA Cup. Don't try and like no, no, but it is. It's a subscription on a service subscription about the service FA Cup. For the three PMs on there to make to right. bolden your point. It was just about the FA Cup, which is no longer free to air, but it actually is free to air because TNT are going to make games free to air. Free to air in the same manner, and that is the point. The FA Cup should be free to air across BBC, ITV, throw Channel Four in if they want a little bite of the cherry, but it should not have to come down to people paying money to watch the FA Cup. Yes, there's going to be selected games, but how are they going to do that? It's probably always going to be the top sides. You know, we should have the ability to pick from seven, eight, nine, ten games on an afternoon. We should be able to hit that red button and choose which game we want. We should be able to watch the games where you hear the man shouting rude uh, expletives from the touchline because that's how compacted in you are and the mics are there. It is an absolute travesty that most of the games are now going to be behind a paywall. Not a fan of it. The FA Cup is the most romantic cup competition in the world. And I am just devastated, devastated that we're not going to be able to watch as many games as we are currently. And that is why, Sam, you should come over to my side and push that into the bin. Yeah, all right. Silence is golden. Are you going to, are you persuaded or not? Yeah. We're going to have a tie. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'll I'll concede on this one. You sound really happy about it. Well, well, I I agreed with your point, so it's not like you're say, saying something that I like vastly disagree with. So, it, yeah, I, yeah, you you sound a lot more passionate about the subject than I did over mine, where I'm just a little bit bitter. And that is exactly why I knew I was always going to have this one in the bin because. I was more passionate. I could well, just I, see I, I will win next week. Well, we shall see. I, I do I do agree. It's been half an hour of just you being bitter towards Dan Ashworth. But you know what? To be fair, the people listening to this podcast and watching it, and if you are watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, hit subscribe, they'll probably be right on board with you. They'll probably want to put Dan Ashworth in the bin. And I actually think, Sam, had you led with that, you may have won the argument. But as it was, you've come in with too much of a, of a general point. And I have won this first uh, episode of Get In The Bin. And Sam looks very happy about it indeed. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. It's going to be a weekly episode uh, coming to you on your podcast app, YouTube, 
um, please hit subscribe, please hit follow, and please get involved on the comments uh, in social media as well. You can find both me and Sam on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. And going forward as well, um, we want you to get in touch and tell us what um, overarching topics we should be picking from. So going forward, you know, we will have certain um, topics in which the subtopics will come from. So if you've got any ideas, do get in touch uh, with us and we'll uh, we'll look to sort that out. But uh, this has been the first episode of Get In The Bin with me, Andrew Musgrove, and Sam Mulner. Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in and watch out for next week's episode. Peace.